back, everybody, to another episode of Football Guys Podcast. I'm Alex, alongside with Rocky and Los. Uh, how are we doing this morning, guys? A little tired, a little chilly, but... But I'm pulling through. Uh, um, I have better mornings. Just I'll just keep it at that. <laughs> so why don't we just go right into it, Rocky? Why are you not having a good morning? Um, you know, I woke up, I didn't hear any birds chirping, no kids singing, um, <laughs> it's a little bit cloudy here, like raining, so, so I knew something was up, I uh, checked my phone, and we hired Shane Walden as our offensive coordinator. Um, it's, I don't understand the... I don't understand it. It's it's he really runs a very similar offense, Luke Getzey. I don't. I don't know. I I would say it's terrible hire, but it's not nothing special. It's nothing great. I don't. I think there's a little more better candidates than him. Would I say he's like the bottom of the, with the interview? Absolutely not. I'll put him probably top four or five, but I don't. I don't know. I don't see it. I, I've watched him under Seattle. I don't. That offense was really talented under Seattle, and he didn't do much this last year. It's not very creative. He definitely has a trouble game planning as the game goes on, which was is the same thing we talked about Getsy. So you hired the same fucking guy. Um, I mean, Russ. He coached Russ Wilson one year under under him as an OC. And Russ Wilson has worse year in Seattle under him, so I'm not gonna put it all on him though. But damn, um, I cause I, I don't know if you know, there's like a Bears. Um, I I don't know how I was invited. There's like a CBS line or whatever for Bears fans, and there's a lot of idiots on that that don't really watch football that are loving the hire. Who are actually, if you cause you read it, like they're giving him credit for the. Geno Smith revival. I'm like, no, that's oh, has wow. a lot to do with Geno Smith's revival, not yeah. Shane Waldron. He didn't create him. <laughs> he didn't go to the lab and create Geno Smith. Geno Smith got a raw deal in the Jets. He got a couple years learned behind Eli, you know, Philip Rivers and Russell Wilson over the years. He was a very talented quarterback. That offense should have been a lot better this year. Um, my number one guy to hire was Clint Kubiak, who I like a lot. You know, he's very innovative. He, um, you know, got a year to learn as a passing coordinator under under Kyle Shanahan. I mean, a lot, a lot of people love him. He, in it, he only coached his off career one year for Minnesota in 2021. And I would say that's probably Kirk Cousins' best year as a quarterback. It was a year before they made the playoffs. I know my, my look at the record is bad, but... Kirk Cousins had an awesome year that year, but that defense pretty sucked ass. I like him a lot. I mean, he's uh, Gary Kubiak's son. So, like, he's got whole life NFL experience under him. So, like, I don't know. You, I, I, you, you get rid of the whole coach staff just to hire him. You get the same fucking guy. Right? There's no difference. It's almost like that... Um, what was it Alex Jones meme? 
where he has two where he has shirt off and they show like a month one month uh, <laughs> comparison. Yeah, it's, it's nothing. It's there's no difference. I mean, the, the only way I'm hanging my head on high. There's this guy, um, a new podcast I'm been listening to. Oh, uh, this guy, he's kind of Roger. He's kind of young. Um, he's really high in Shane Waldron, so I'm just holding my bank on that. That's about it. Um, I don't know. They the Bears need the Bears might as well just start asking me what they should do because, and then they'll do the opposite because that's what, exactly what they do. Um, they should might as well ask me who what I hate the most. Uh, management decisions to make and do and they'll do that. So I don't know. I'm I'm really wasting my time running for this team. That's all I gotta say. Clown show. I, I, I mean I and I am overreacting, but I just want someone better. It's it's not the guy it's never the guy I want. It's never the quarterback I want. It's no they never get what I want. The only person they got what I want was Justin Fields and they probably they managed to fuck that up, so it don't matter. You got anything else? Uh, I mean, another year, another OC. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. That's all I got to say. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's just a hiring... I don't think anyone should really get up for, be excited about, but we'll see. Maybe he turns Justin around because I think this hiring means that they're going to keep Justin right. I I don't know. I I don't look at it like I don't look at it as like um we are in keep. I like it, it's still fifty fifty up in the air. I don't know if that's a Oh, they're keeping fields higher, you know? Yeah. And looking at all the interviews, for me, it was outside of Clint Kingsbury, there's none of them. I'm like, okay, that means they're going to get a uh, Cable Williams. So, I don't know. Yes. You guys hear I, that? Yeah. <laughs> man, y'all need to wake up, man. <laughs> y'all look tired as hell. So, Alec, what do you think about um, Antonio Pierce getting hired? So, uh, like I told you guys in the group chat when it was official, I am more of more mixed feelings about it. Like, do I think AP deserved the job at, at, at the end of the season, the way the team was looking and the way the defense was balling out? Like, yeah, like, I think he did. But at the same time, I, I kind of have an issue how they kind of went about the um, interviewing process. I think they only interviewed him uh, I believe they interviewed Jim Harbaugh for like a day and 
it kind of and who else did they interview? There was one other guy, but like, um, who was it? I I know it was I know it had to be a minority coach because to fit the Rooney rule. Um, I'm blanking on his name, but but that was pretty much it. I only interviewed three guys. And I I don't know, man. Like after the Raybro uh, firing from Tennessee, um, you know, there's Ben Johnson, the OC. There's there was uh, Frank Smith uh, from Miami as well. Like or got or uh, Kubiak, you said um, from San Fran. Like I. I don't know, man. Like it, it, it kind of it made me feel like they just half-assed it. And at this point in time, where you seriously need to find a new direction on how to run this team, like I think Mark Davis really just kind of half-assed his interview process. Like I think he just should have just took off the interim tag after the KC win, just like, we're not doing the interviews, we're just going to go rolling with AP. And I think I would have been way better with that instead of just half-assing through this whole thing. Um, and it, that's not me trying to say, like, AP doesn't deserve it. It's just, like, you got to see what's out there. Because uh, as much as I love AP, I do think he embodies... Um, Raider Nation and all that, like the way he has, the way he conducts himself, like it's it's very it's very Raider mentality. But at the same time, I I'm not gonna lie, I still have a very sour taste on some uh, on like at least two of the games where I'm like, if you win at least these two game, uh, win those two games where the where you lose by three to Minnesota because the offense is just does not move the ball at all, and the Indianapolis game, it's. I think at that point you you had you had to do whatever you can to see what was out there, and they just didn't do it. And now it's reporting that the only OCs that they've been looking at is Cliff Kingsbury, Luke fucking Getzey, and um, yeah. oh man, and um, oh man. I, f- I forgot another guy that I was not excited about. I was like, this might be the same shit as uh, this past season. Like, the offense is just not – it's going to be a major issue. It's – I don't know. So, I, I am I am a little worried. Uh, I'm not really worried about AP being a head coach. It's, it's again, just the offense. And AP is going to need a strong OC. And it's I, – I don't think we're going to get that. I write a letter of recommendation to Mark Davis for Lou Getze. I personally endorse him. Uh, I mean, Lou Getze will be in a little bit of slight upgrade of Bo Hardigree, but it's not going to make anyone feel better. I mean, I've always said this, Luke Getzey is not a great OC, but I think he gets a lot worse rep than he deserves. Um, I think he deserves most of it. 
I, I'm with you 100 percent on um on Antonio Pierce. If you, yeah, look at the whole situation. Like they're miserable under Josh McDaniels. So yeah. him leaving and hiring a guy they like in the staff, like the players like in the staff, that's such a huge relief, and they did awesome. I think that me and you, the biggest question is, is that sustainable long term? Right. Is he going to hire the right? Does he know the guys that he to hire that are creative, smart, strategical, strategical, strategical? Um, that's like the big question for them. I like Antonio Pierce. It's a it's a very we'll see. Um, why well, I think it took him a week or two for them to confirm it, you know. So I, I think a lot of people in management of our management are trying to get Mark Davis here, like, hey, I, like he did great, but we might should go a different direction. There's a lot of great hires out there. Um yeah. and I think he did listen to him. That's why it took him a while. But I think he also looked at last time, you know, uh what's his name? Um who when the playoffs Pistachio. Pistachio. and making the playoffs and not hiring him. I think that Leonard's head, like, damn, we made a mistake on – probably made a mistake on that. Um, I think he just didn't want to make the same mistake twice. So I I think um, we're probably misled a little bit too. Like, I think a lot of Raiders fans or fans in general think what he did last nine games is going to happen exactly like next year. And I'm not quite sure if that's going to be the same exact reason or right. what's going to happen. Uh, so. I mean, the the teams we did play when eighth P was the interim. Like you know, you played both New York teams that really uh, that really fell apart during that time. Uh, obviously, no uh, Chargers with no Herbert, but I don't think that game would have mattered if he did play because that I mean, if you put up sixty points, like that's going to be a hard game to lose regardless. Um. Uh, who, who else did we play? Uh, so those three. I mean, but you lose to a Minnesota team that benched Joshua Dobbs <laughs> and only allowed three points in the final thirty seconds of the game. Uh, I, I know you're getting hard on their on their losses, but I mean, was he five and two or five seven? and four? Five and four. Oh, I'm sorry. But I mean, yeah. he had a lot of great wins, though. Let's give him some love. No, he did. Yeah, uh, obviously Christmas Day in Kansas City. Like, I mean that that's when I I bought in fully to the hype, obviously, and then that <laughs> that fucking came crashing and burning five days later. But you know, I mean, just I still take it. Um, again, like, not I'm not hating on it. I don't. Um, it's just, like I said, it's just, it just feels like it was a more half-assed process than anything. Like, I, I honestly would have been totally okay if they just said, we're not going to go with AP. We're going to do, we're going to do someone like AP, but this has the experience of it and has the resume behind it too. Like an actual resume, not a nine game resume. Um, like I, I would have loved April, um, as a head coach. And I think it would have worked out perfectly too. But the fact that you don't even interview him, like, I think that just, I think you're not doing your job fully um, after that. Anything you want to add, Carlos? 
No, I don't got much to add. Um, obviously, from what I've seen, really like Antonio Pierce. I think he's really good for the team. I don't know. I, uh, Alex knows that he's kind of um, <clears throat> just. Uh, obviously, Alex has the perspective of a of a Raiders fan who, who like just wants to win. So it's a little bit more than uh, a, a head coach that. Th- that represents the the Raider way, and 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 you know it, it, it is a player's coach for them. Um, but I think over time, I'm I'm sure he could develop into you know like a really solid head coach for you guys. That you know, so eventually this hire can can fully come around. But I think as of right now, I don't I don't think anyone could really hate it. I don't think anyone really does. It's just, at the end of the day, like, we just want wins. That's it. And if he does that next season, like, no one's, like everyone's going to be happy. So. I think you said it perfect. As long as they bring in a, a good OC, I, I don't think there's going to be much issue. Um, do you, I wonder what's going on with the bell check. Um, because it sounded like it was almost a sure thing that he's gonna get hired, and then now it's like becoming like a halt a little bit. Well, he just had a second interview in Atlanta, right? Like a couple of days ago. Yeah, but I, I guess it's halted a little bit. I guess. Um, I think some teams are waiting for some of these um, OCs to see what happens to them after this Sunday. You know what I mean? Yeah, okay. It's like a... Oh, that's, that's what I was going to talk about. I forgot about that. Because you do got Ben Johnson and Clint Kubiak um, preparing for this Sunday. And... um, Yeah, no one's going to really talk to Nagy yet. <laughs> but... Uh, who's Baltimore's OC? But this is first year there, so he's not going to leave, right? Mickens, but I've heard any interviews from him. I don't know if he's just in- not interested. It has to be because he's not interested. Cause he's been an awesome OC. Yeah, and it's first year though, right? In Baltimore, not really in Baltimore, but it's first year as OC there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. That was another thing I wanted to bring up. He's also he's also fifty seven. Yeah. He's from Whedon too. Is he really? Yeah, he used to coach uh, Southern Miss. Huh. Is uh, I mean, his first year. I mean, they're they're a bad team. We're bad, but he won a conference championship his last year with them. Southern Miss does get some. Southern Miss does get some like good athletes that come out from there. Because um, he took over a zero and twelve team, and I mean, turn around and make a nine to five team. Yeah, in three years. So I mean, that is impressive. So he, I mean, he has some bad stings. I mean, um, he's coached under Tampa. I mean, he was under the Browns. Uh, Baker's second season, 
Um, and then he went to Georgia, learned Kirby Smart for a little bit. And then came to Baltimore. I mean, it's evolved a little bit, but. Uh, Do you guys find it weird that, like, uh, assistant coaches and all that could go for interview jobs while trying to prepare for playoff games? That's what I was going to ask you about. Um, I, It's a tough one because they are on a schedule. So hiring a head coach after the Super Bowl is tough because you have a very short window. I get it. It's also tough, too, because some of these OCs have three or four interviews, you know, and they still got to prepare for a football game. Yeah. They said – I was listening to Peter Keene, and he was talking about, you know, putting a halt and waiting until the season's over. I'm like, that's tough because teams got to start preparing, you know, right now as soon as they can't, you know. Right. So you're missing another week or two after the season to do interviews. It's it's not easy. Um Especially if you're head coach, they got to prepare for interviews. They have to call like who they want to hire, OC, DC. It is tough, but I mean, the way schedule is planned now, it, they kind of have to do it like that. I don't, I don't know, man. Because like, it, I do kind of find it odd that coaches all year. Coaches are all year telling the team, like, all right, guys, th- uh, we, we got to focus this week, you know, big game. Or, or if you do make the playoffs, it's everyone buy in, everyone locked down. And then, like, oh, wait, I got to go to uh, Houston real quick for a fucking interview. You, you know what I mean? Like, that, to me, that just doesn't sound right. Like, Well, right there, you have to start. That's where you lean a little more onto your, you know, positional coaches, your assistant coaches. Like, hey, like, can you – I might miss something this week um, doing interviews. Do you think if you could pick something that I don't, that's where you have to rely on your coaching staff at that point, you know? No, I, no, I get that. But the whole, the everyone lock in, everyone locked down, like, and then like, Hey, I, I got to go to Seattle real quick for this interview. Like that, that's not really locking in. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think they should like allow teams to start interviewing probably like during this week, you know, the championship week because it's obviously less teams, and then once Sunday's over, it's only two teams left. That and you also have that extra week before before the Super Bowl. I think that's I think that would be a perfect time to just even after the season ends, like you could interview team guys that aren't in the playoffs. But once it gets to championship week, you can start doing the hirings and more interviews. I, you're not wrong. I, I think I think a lot of people agree with you, but I, I think we're looking too much like the outline of it more than right. Yeah, with inside of it. So I mean, in reality, in like, yeah, we would love it like that, but in reality, it's it's just hard to do. It just really is. So yeah. Um, yeah. So far, not too many sexy hires so far. Um. We'll see. Uh, looks like Eagles are. In, they said they're going to keep Nick Sirianni. Reported yesterday, which I didn't know that he was like that much on the verb of getting fired. Which 
I think it's getting. I think it's a little ridiculous and a little out of hand. I get a lot of people don't like him, but or the media doesn't like him or whatever. But I man, it's been played three years. Been taking the team to playoffs three years. I know last six games was terrible, but damn, let's let's give him a chance to revive it a little bit. Like, come on, that's we're we're getting way too out of hand here. And he, yeah, look at this. If the Eagles fire him, who would want that job as a head coach? And like, damn, this this they fire a coach and made the playoffs in three years. He's coached there. Like, well, that's a lot of pressure. You're putting a lot of pressure on a head coach. I disagree with that strongly on that. Someone take the job. But yeah, but let's say they don't meet expectations. They're gonna fire him after you know if they're new head coach like. I mean, it's not a tough act to follow, though. Like, you just don't be a scumbag bitch like your <laughs> like your previous head coach. I, I fully support them sticking with them. Hey, another year of hating on Nick Sirianni. I mean, come on. I love how Carlos was quiet this whole time. And then we <laughs> mentioned Nick Sirianni, the Undertaker, comes off the casket. And... Right. <laughs> Um, oh, we totally forgot to mention this too. Um, Mike McCarthy is back. Uh, Cowboy fans were very thrilled. Uh, nope. I no, no, I, they basically gave up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they reacted how I reacted when we kept Eberflus. I, mean, I don't which, think it's that bad. Which, I, I don't really. I I'm I'm with you on that one too, Carlos. I'm, I don't think it's that bad, but I I do kind of get it because you expected a big move to be made after that, and nothing really happened. So so uh, I I can understand that. But who so who's gonna be scapegoated for that? They're just gonna tell you like, oh shit, we just fucked up again. Uh no, Dak Dak is gonna be, and uh, you didn't hear, buddy. Uh, the the Cowboys are trading for the first overall pick. Anyways, I don't want Dak. <laughs> I I don't I don't think. Listen, Mike McCarthy is a good head coach, man. I mean, he's twelve five in three straight years. He's he was successful in Green Bay. I mean, he's won a Super Bowl in Green Bay. I mean. I, I I feel there's like a narrative like he's a shitty head coach like he's, which is not the case at all. I don't I don't I think the hate for him is way too much. I mean he's been very successful. I do I question his situational game management? Absolutely yes. Do I think the Cowboys should have been a, should be a lot better than what they are? Yes. But I mean if he, you're fired, you better get someone that's game. a lot better. And I think that's the biggest you know outcry for the Cowboys fans like they think there's guys better than him that could get more out of this team and I don't know they and they decided to keep McCarthy and, and it's tough to replace a guy that's been 36 and 15 the last three years but I get it I get it I'll take my Mike McCarthy Chicago I'll take him too in Chicago <laughs> Let's do a trade, Jerry Jones. Straight up. 
<laughs> nah. But I, I blame a lot of this on Jerry Jones. Because Jerry Jones just never seemed like, or never expressed in the media like he's our guy. I mean, the week before, the, I said it before the playoffs, they said like, they talk about Mike Carson's job security. He's like, we'll see in the playoffs how he does in the playoffs. Like, you already put the blueprint right there, like for fans, and then you keep them. Like, this is this is more on Jerry Jones than anybody else. Um, I don't know if you guys seen um. You have before you go on. Do you have anything to say on that, Alex? Uh, I mean, I'm I'm with you guys. Like, I don't know who else would they get because they were twelve and five the past three years. Um, all three years going to the playoffs, but I I mean, it does look really bad that any time during the playoffs you you really just get embarrassed. So. But again, like I, I don't know who would be the fall guy this time. Uh, I mean, there really hasn't been a fall guy the past couple of years, right? Um, they just kept running it back. I mean, maybe the fourth time will be the charm. So we'll see. Uh, real quick though, like, what do you do with the team if you're the Cowboys? Like, Rocky, what do you think? About the Cowboys. Looking in. Um, looking in, like, like I what mean, do you think they should do? They're gonna have to keep what they have. I mean, I to get new quarterbacks. Not, I mean, I don't. Listen, I think we know what Jack is. He's 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 not gonna win your big games. Like the teams have to play a great game for the Cowboys to advance. So. I don't know. I, I would still probably keep Dak. I know it's not. Um, the popper thing to say, but I mean that's your best bet right now, and just try to build your team. Yeah, but like it's like it's kind of like getting to the point. It's like all right, like if I can't, if you can't win us the big games, if you can't win win in January, like then that's true. That's something true. has to change, like because at the end of the day, like we're not talking about how many division titles you got or how many times you just just show up. It's what you doing? What are you doing in January? I uh, it's yeah I I agree with you. I it, it is can you find someone better? It's tough. I like the expectation for Cowboys fans in general. They're huge now. You know, like. They don't give a like they don't give a shit about the regular season. Like you can go fourteen three, they don't care. At least at for minimum, they they want a conference championship appearance at least. Yeah. Is it, you, I, I mean, I'm pretty sure you guys seen the stat line. Is it crazy that they haven't been to a conference championship since '95? Like, it's there's only I one mean, team in the NFC that's had a longer drought, and that was the the Redskins. Was it the eighties? Ninety one. I mean, should we say it's surprising? No, not really, because we we grew up just watching them like somehow just melt down. 
when you, you're expecting them to win, you, you know? I, I think it's shocking just knowing their history a little bit. Like, it right. is. And if you look at it, like, if you show me that stick, I'm like, damn, are the Cowboys that bad? They've actually been a pretty good team, but they just can't get over the hump. Like, Yeah. And then the Bears come in thirds in that, third to last. <laughs> Bear down. Yeah, Detroit Detroit breaks the streak. Uh, I don't know, man. I I I do agree with Rocky too. Like I I think Jerry Jones needs to take some of these bl- uh, some some of this blame, man. You know, you're you're writing checks that you have you have not cashed in the over 20 years. So You guys got anything else? Um, no. Yeah, that's it. I'm, I'm ready to talk for the games. All right. What's the first game we're going to? Where are we going? Um, we got Niners Packers. Oh, uh, yeah. For me, I mean, watching the game, it, I thought Green Bay outplayed the Niners. I don't know if you guys felt the same way. Uh, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. I mean, I was at work, but we weren't too busy, so I got to see good much of the game. Um, I mean, the first, was it the first three drives? Green Bay drove down it every time. Um, they tried to get uh, for a fourth and in inches on their on Niners, like, 18-yard line, didn't convert. Um, but... I think Niner, like a Niner side offensively, pretty this struggle, but they kind of switched sides in the fourth quarter where Love didn't come through in the fourth quarter, and Proc Purdy did, you know. Um, but there's a lot of big unknown names that stepped up for the Niners uh, late in the game. You know, Chris Conley, Jawan Jennings made a big 39 catch. Um, you know, this was a big game for Purdy. We questioned Shanahan when, when – um, under the fourth quarter, he has a very bad record, and him to pull through at the end of the game was huge um, for him and for that team. I was shocked Green Bay kept it this close. Um, last more game plans, Aaron Jones with another 100-yard game. Uh, he broke a big 50-yard run. Um, Love made some good throws, but he also made some bad decisions. That last um, drive, we talked about this. That was a uh, – I don't know what he was thinking on that. Um Trying to make very, a big throw under three guys. I think it was first down two when he did that. Yeah, um, it, was, it was very Brett Farvish. For sure, definitely. Um, this was an awesome game to watch. Um, fun game. Um, Chris McCaffrey had a huge game, over 100 yards, two touchdowns. Um, big 39-yard touchdown he had. Um. I was trying to add more. There's not too much to add. Um, it, it, it for me, I think it was the best game of the week. Really? Wow. Uh, over, I over, yeah, I was about to say over last night. <laughs> the game, yeah, the game I basically missed. Um, 
Yeah. There, not much to that. It was very back and forth. But I'm looking at the Niners, like, I don't know. Watching that, after that game, I'd be scared as them as Super Bowl winners. Like, I don't know. They, it didn't look too pretty. I, I, I was a little disappointed in how the Niners looked. If you watched that game, you really thought the Green Bay was a better team that game. Yeah. I mean, I I do think a little bit of the rain, too. But then again, Green Bay was moving the ball, like, seeming like the rain didn't affect them either, too. So, can't really blame the rain that much either. But, yeah, look at the Packers side. Uh, as a Packers fan should be pleased with what they saw this year. Um, Jordan Love, your question if he's a guy. And, man... He definitely proved he's the guy this year, and he's going to get paid big time. You think they give him the max contract? I think so. He's going to be asking around. He's going to be asking at least Daniel Jones' price, and ever that first year, I saw enough for to give him that contract. Yeah, I, I, I don't know, man. It, it is still the first season, too. You know, it's it was practically his rookie year, and he was you awesome. Know? Yeah. What, what, what else you need to see? Me like, just got to do it for a second season. That's it. You can't just pay I, a guy I'll, I'll for say during the game of season. LaFleur, Le, like, for me, too, like, he's one of the best head coaches in the league, offensive Mike. I mean, he has set up so many great plays in that game. Like, Dude, a lot of wide open wide receivers. Open. Wide Dobbs open. has a big catch. Um, someone else, too, had a big reception, too. Um, uh, Reed, Reed had a big uh, reception on third Reed, down, yes. I think it was. And I, I, it looks like he is a lot. The offense looks a lot different under Love than Rodgers. Um, it, with Rodgers, felt like just more like comfort under Rodgers. This has a lot to do with the uh, floor, his creativity, yeah. and yeah, I think this, I think this duo is going to be very dangerous for the next ten, fifteen years. Something I have to deal with for ten, fifteen years. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm with Rocky. Um, I, I did think Green Bay really outplayed San Fran most of the game. Besides, obviously, besides the fourth quarter, it went. That's money down, but money time. But that's, um, I think what really screwed them was that there was a couple times Green Bay was driving down the field, and then once they got into like the red zone area, they just couldn't punch it in. And I think that's what really kind of killed them at the end, that instead of getting – Seven points, or you're walking away with just three. And, you know, with the with an offense like San Fran, too, that could just be as lethal and, you know, uh, as explosive as any other team. Like, you just can't just be leaving seven points on the, on the board like that. And I think that's what really cost them. Um, I thought Jordan Love looked really good besides the – Two picks. Uh, obviously, the last pick is just like, dude, like, 
you don't force that there. You're driving down the field, you're down three, it's first down. Like, you, you don't force that ball there. Um, just young guy, rookie mistake in, in a big moment. But uh, I think he will learn from that. Uh, to be honest, I didn't, I didn't think Brock Purdy looked good at all. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I do give him benefit. That did look like the ball slipped out of his hands a couple times, but I mean, everybody was playing in the playing in the ring, not just him. And, and but he did come through when it mattered. Um, comes through in the fourth quarter, and you know that. Then day, if you're winning games, it doesn't matter if you're winning the whole game or you know you walk away. Uh, uh, just barely take the lead at the end of the game. No one's gonna matter. Everyone's just gonna see the dub uh, you walk away with. So after the McCaffrey touchdown, you know to make it fourteen thirteen, the big run. You thought like you know, okay, this is where the Niners are gonna start getting hot and yeah. pull away, and then they had that big kickoff return that was fumbled, which was how scary. <laughs> it just seemed like Green Bay just kind of always had an answer. And it was a very back and forth game. Um, it was a playoff game you wanted for sure, and we got what we wanted. Yes, uh, it, it was definitely the uh, second best game of the weekend. Uh, these games, so I mean, it makes. It was better than the wild card weekend for sure when we only had one good game. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, uh, tough for Green Bay. Uh, they, they'll be back in the same spot next year, though. No, they won't. Yeah. Rest and piss. They, they will, though. They, they will, though. They will. Rest and piss, they losers. Uh, they, all they got to do is just worry about Detroit. But What about Caleb hey. Williams? It sounds like you guys are sticking with Justin Fields and and uh, the the OC Rocky just hates. <laughs> hey, Joe, Joe, Bro- Carlos, Joe Burrow's still out there in trade. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe in Madden, yeah. <laughs> hey, if they if the Bears won't do it in real life, I'll do it in Madden for them. Don't worry. <laughs> But hey, this is this is Carl's Super Bowl. This is me and Carl's Super Bowl every year, man. Packers is in the playoffs. Oh yeah, you know I was happy. And Alex trying to talk shit to me the whole game, thinking he had the upper hand, but you know he was <laughs> he was reminded that Green Bay chokes in the playoffs too. I I, I think he started to forget. Uh, like I told you though, my Niners. Um. Oh yeah, great! My grandpa's favorite team. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know what, what you're talking about. My my Niners come through from the Bay. From the Bay, yeah, Alex. Next time, just wait for the game. Then I I, I win either way. J Love wins, breaks the guys' hearts again. That's always great. Or you know, my grandpa's favorite team moves on again. It's all good. It's all good here. Um. Um. After that game, though, are, are you guys are you guys more in feel the same or more out on the Forty ers after that game? I'm a little, a little more out. I, I'm. I feel like they're gonna beat the Lions conference championship. Like, but do I think they're gonna beat the Ravens? No way. Uh. Uh-uh. I. I. I feel a little more the same. Um. I think. I think they were a little bit rusty after the bye week, um, and you know, Green 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 Bay is a you know well coached, talented team, and 
they they did enough just to hang around and then you know kind of close the deal at the end. So uh, I'm I'm okay with how they looked. Um, just I don't think you could look like that in the co- uh, title ga- uh, conference title game, where I do think uh, Detroit's offense is explosive enough that they could put up the points when needed. So I um. Oh, I was gonna say. Um, were you gonna add anything more to that, Carlos? The game? Ah, uh, no, not really. Stupid pick by Jordan Love. You suck. So, congratulations for another Super Bowl for the Bears. This is our Super Bowl every year. Um, <laughs> nothing we enjoy more than Packers losing the playoffs. I have to say, you know, maybe it's not so much bad. Being a Bears fan, a Packers fan, I mean, we know we suck, and we know by week one we're going to suck. So <laughs> they give us hope. They, yeah. They'll give us hope for a week, and that's it. Green Bay, they'll mislead you thinking you're going to be a Super Bowl team up until the it's playoffs. It's a tease. Whoa, whoa, it's a tease. Whoa, whoa. No one expected Green Bay to be a Super Bowl team this year, all right? We thought they would be very good, but no one expected them going Wait, to San We're, we're to speaking San in general with the Rod, when they had Rodgers and. I guess, yeah, I guess that, but I I no, do you feel guys, you, guys, for... you guys should be disappointed how the season went. They found their third quarterback in thirty years, and you guys still can't fucking figure it out. And they just they killed your hopes for the season in week one. Hey, hey, you guys one came year, in. One year. You guys came into the season. We're winning the division. We're taking the north. And one what year. happened? What happened? What happened at the spaceship by the lake? What happened there? Who did that? Who, hey, who ended Eberflus? your season? Eberflus. Who ended your season week one? That's all led up to Caleb. No, you you That's had Eberflus winning the division. You had you had Eberflus winning the division. So yeah, but I forgot he was the head coach. We forgot. We got naive. Okay. <laughs> no one told us he was going to be the head coach this season. Listen, we all we can bank on is hope. <laughs> you want us to lose hope now? I mean, Fucked I think I think all of us on this podcast should lose hope in our teams because they just can't f- fucking figure it out. But we can. So somehow. we're we're <laughs> seriously, yeah, seriously, you dude. You guys traded for a four thousand yard passing quarterback that you guys thought was going to save the franchise, and he never throws for four thousand yards again. You guys, no, no, I, I you guys we... are just that cur- curse as everybody, every other fucking curse team in the league. We are fucked. It's... It's almost impossible what we could do at the quarterback position. Like, <laughs> it's seriously like it's impossible to do what we do. Hey, hey, but that's going to make the the our Super Bowl win that much better. I don't. We'll get we'll, we'll get one in our lifetime. I, I don't think so. I don't. Think, <laughs> I don't think so either. One of us has to get it. I don't think either of us are honestly. You have to. <laughs> I, don't I think um, sorry. Damn, I lost my train of thought. Um, I, oh, I was gonna add. I do feel bad for Lions fans because I think this is the game Lions would want the Packers to win, and I really thought in the game yeah. I was going. I really thought Packers were gonna win this game. Oh yeah, uh, I, think, I think Detroit was definitely rooting for Green Bay. And think, sure. if Green Bay won, can you imagine the game being Detroit NFC Championship against Green Bay? That that's a that's a oh, yeah. that's a great story. Yeah. 
but you're gonna see the lion den the lion den and fucking San Fran though they're gonna take over already moving on we have the game of the day of course the game I probably missed the most of um, cause I was slammed at work it was Chiefs Bills Rocky, it's t- it's time for you to start using like I'm religious. I go to church on Sundays. Like, wh- what are we doing? Here? Dude, I'm having dude. Next year, I'm ha- I'm having 22 funerals every Sunday. <laughs> Rocky, I swear you. This is like your fifth time you said your mom died this week. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> um, she did, and she just comes back to life. You know, like it, as soon as we put her to the ground, she pops up like the Undertaker. What makes it what makes it hard like serving you know I think you go to most restaurants there's more girls than anything else but we're all guy servers so <laughs> they're football fans so it's like t- <laughs> oh so everybody's requesting Sundays off and shit <laughs> yeah so it's not easy I mean we don't have that much in staff in general so <laughs> sometimes you gotta bite the bullet um I, this was a shocker to me I thought Bills were gonna win this game I thought. The NFL script would have the Bills winning. And seems like the script has something against the Buffalo Bills because the script is there, but they can't finish a happy ending. <laughs> it's just... um, the Bills need to hire Quinn Tarantino or somebody to get a happy ending because somehow they just can't get it. Um... <laughs> Quinn Tarantino. <laughs> it, this was an... This was an awesome game. Um, this game literally had everything: mishaps, um, miss opportunities, um, strategic. I thought both quarterbacks looked pers- mostly Mahomes. I thought Mahomes looked really good. Um, man, I I am just heartbroken for Bills fans. This this is such a huge loss for them. Um, you know, fans. You know, going out shoveling snow. You know, this fan's base is suffering. You know, this losing four straight Super Bowls, a 17-year drought, missing the playoffs, and then you finally found your franchise quarterback and you go to playoffs four straight years, five straight years, but four of those years you thought you were Super Bowl contenders at least. This was their window was t- this year, and it's it's over. It's not happening again. <laughs> and I think both fans knew that. Um, I, I do feel bad for them. Ryan was on the wall for them in this game, and they didn't. There's a lot of missed opportunities in this game. Um, I, I, I'm not gonna put all the blame on Josh Allen, but there's I, I'm questioning him in big time games now too. He's a little bit. It's like, yeah, this this is two straight years where he didn't show up when he needs to. Like, am I gonna put both of their losses Coley on him? No, but last year Bills, I mean, he underperformed. This game, he to me he underperformed. Um, Right, there was not a lot of big plays, you know, to be made except, you know, Stefan Diggs dropped a huge sixty yard which was an awesome fucking throw. Holy hell. He drops a sixty sixty five yards in the air and he Diggs drops it in the fourth quarter, which was huge. And, you know, you go in the fourth quarter, they um I don't I'm not against this play. I they're trying to get momentum doing a fake punt to Mar Hamlin. Um, uh, man, I, if you, I don't know. I don't like the call. 
if you I get go big or go home. It, imagine if Demar Hamlin made that first down. How nuts that crowd goes, especially if he made uh, it. That was the most I, desperate, stupid he, fucking play call yeah, I've ever imagined. I don't think like, you call that there against. You don't make it. Hollywood, uh, Hollywood Studios called that play. Okay, <laughs> I, I, don't get me wrong. I I understand why, but that doesn't mean it's smart. It, it, that's <laughs> so stupid. Hollywood <laughs> Hollywood made that play call. <laughs> um, they got you know Chiefs got the ball back. They got super lucky. McCole Hardman fumbled that ball yeah. back to the end zone. And that's where you're like, holy shit, the Bills were alive. We're back in. And then they go three and out. Yeah. And I, Sheffield almost makes it. It was a tough catch, to be honest. But they go three and out again, and it just it seemed back and forth. Bills get the ball back in the four. You know, they, they hold Chiefs, and the Bills get the ball back. And Josh Allen runs and fumbles the ball. Where Mike Edwards almost picks it up and runs it. But Bills had another breath of fresh air. They converted a fourth down uh, to Sharif on a swing pass. They drive, and on that last drive, to me, I know people ripping Allen for missing, you know, not throwing the digs on that, you know, that yeah. short income route. But for me, I think it's more him missing that throw to Sh- I think it was Sharif that deep end zone. That's what he missed. Well, he he does get hit as soon as he lets go of it. So that's why I kind of was that, that it. Okay, yeah. It, it, um, Chris Jones uh, pushes the tackle right into him. Um, so they show in the replay um, the tackle runs right into uh, Chris Jones just fucking bull rushes in right into Allen. Yeah, and you know fourth down is another one too, or I, I'm sorry, the third and nine. He pulls up, you know. He um. I don't think they said underneath on third on that third down play, but I feel like that wasn't going go anywhere. He was just trying to make a play. I didn't blame. I didn't get mad at that one on third and nine. Um, but you know, they go for the field goal, and Bass is now the most hated man in Buffalo. Dude, that shit Damn. was even fucking close. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> the fact that you're in the right hash and then you pushed it right, like come on, man, like. And then Chiefs get the ball back. Pacheco gets a couple big runs, who looked awesome in the game. And, and yeah, Chiefs are going to the AFC Championship. Um, the, give credit to Chiefs. I mean, I thought they looked good offensively. Mahomes makes some big throws. Um, Rashad Reese had a nice big uh, catch early in the game. Kelsey looked awesome, 75 two TDs. And yeah, the, in six seasons, Mahomes is going to a conference championship in his, all six years he's played in. That is just fucking incredible. This is the worst Chiefs team we've definitely seen, and they're still in it. So, yep. congratulations, Chiefs, again. Yeah, I think we got to remember Rocky, while Alex always gives us shit for the Packers, um, we got to remember that he's suffering even worse. Um, yeah, but he's got to watch. This- the thing is, the, the thing is, I've already, I've already accepted it. I've already accepted the fate. Like, the, how we, have we not accepted that we're always mid, the second mid, team mid, in Bay? Mid, Midwest, 
Midwest Patriots. I just gotta fucking deal with it, and it is what it is. So it is what it is. It was nice to see you have a meltdown last night, buddy. You needed that. Um, a full blown the NFL, the NFL script definitely just <laughs> always wants to help out my homes. Um, got a bullshit late uh, DPI called. Which wasn't ball was still in Mahomes' hands, but you know. Um, but I'm I'm gonna disagree with you a bit with you, Rocky, on on the Allen third down play because third down Diggs is open, you get the first down. You don't want you don't want to score a touchdown, you know, with a minute forty left. That's too much time for Kansas City and you Mahomes. Think a, you like, think it's a first down though? <laughs> Yeah, I yeah. Third down play? D- D- yes, Diggs is, get- Diggs is clearly getting the first down. He's he's wide open, and he as soon as he catches it, it's only two yards to get the marker. He he's there. I'm I'm gonna take your word for it. I maybe I missed it. I guess. Um, and I don't know. It it just seemed like he was trying to go for the home. Uh, you know. Was trying to score a touchdown, which obviously you you obviously want to get six no matter what. But in that situation, you really want to give Mahomes that much time, dude. He he took you down in thirteen seconds the last time you guys faced each well, not the last time you guys faced each other, but you know what I mean. Like it's just kind of be more unaware. Like just take the check downs, keep moving the chains, and kill the clock. Um, I. I think that's where Allen really folded there. Like he just got too happy feet and just wanted, just wanted to um, end the game right then and there when there's still too much time on the clock. Um, but it's it was a really good game. Um, I, uh, you know, just it's tough for Buffalo, man. I I thought they were playing pretty well. It's just. They just they just can't find a way to, to uh, close it out against these guys. I don't know what it is. So I thought they're the only team that could possibly possibly beat Baltimore. And yeah. I mean Niners still can, but uh, that's tough. I, I think we also can give a shout out. Dare I say it? I think Matt Nagy the last two games has coached a, a great job. The last two games. <laughs> Calm plays because seriously, I thought he did, did a good job in this game, big time. Yeah. I mean, granted, it's easy when you have Mahomes, but yeah, this um, this was a definitely a classic. That's something we talked about in the books, and it was a shock to me. I didn't expect the Chiefs to win this game. I th- I thought Bills had this. Locked in, but I guess it didn't. I don't, you want to add more to that, Carlos? Mahomes. Really not much said. Um, anything you guys want to add before we move on to the next game? Nah. Um, already we have the Lions Buccaneers. The Lions are going to the conference championship. Holy <laughs> shit. That's crazy to say that. 
Yeah, it is. Um, th- this was a fun offensive game, both teams. Um, I, before you add, add, I gotta say, you it's just funny. We saw you remember uh, Dan Campbell's press conference, uh, the first one. You know, it was funny. Like talk about kneecaps, and I think some people loved it, but some people laughed at it. In three years, he's in his third year. He's taken his team to a conference championship. He did unthinkable. I have show love for Dan Campbell. We, he's a loved by everybody. Um, fans love him, and we're loving Detroit right now. Detroit's loving him. They love Jared Goff, and it's you know I know they're in our division, but I, you can't say much, but have much love for the Detroit Lions. Um, I do wish continued success for them, and you know they played a hell of a game. This is a fun offensive game for both teams. Um, I thought Baker looked really awesome. I know he threw a bad pick the last. The last drive, but I thought Tampa looked. I thought Tampa offensively looked really good. Uh, Baker made some big throws in this game. Uh, Mike Evans, yeah, I think he had like 142, 147 yards. He had big. Uh, this is very much a back and forth game. Um, Tampa's defense looked, uh, run defense looked really good in the first half. They, Detroit couldn't get much, but I thought Gibbs made some big runs that second half. Uh, big plays. And, yeah, it was a good game from both teams, offense, um, offensively. And, yeah, you get, yeah, I'm great year for Tampa, but Baker was awesome. He definitely revived his career. You know, being, you know, we thought we were, I was ready to write his career off after his stint with Carolina, but the comeback take Bucks to the playoffs and you know win a playoff game. He even looked better than you know Tom Brady's last year, like I said before. And good on them, but this was a this was definitely an awesome game. Um, anything you guys want to add to that? Uh, yeah, this this was a really good game. Um, I, for whatever reason, I thought um, Detroit had a chance to really like pull away when when they up, went up to ten three, but the offense kind of stalled a little bit, uh, like in the middle of the game. But I think you got to give more credit to Tampa's defense uh, more than that, but. Uh, this was a fun game to watch. A lot, a lot of big names did show up and came out. Like Jerry Goff looked, looked really solid. Baker, Baker did his thing. Mike Evans did his thing. St. Brown, but you know, um, that Detroit's offense just got a little too much at the end. And then Baker with the really bad pig when you're down eight, got a chance to go go inside. Uh, just awful decisions, man. Uh, especially, I think that was what second down too. Um, so, I mean, tough, tough way to end the season, but uh, Tampa should be uh, pretty happy how the whole season went in regards to that. Uh, so, does the Baker hater got anything to say? Are you surprised? <laughs> 
you know me, not a not a Baker hater, not a Baker guy, but I I think by now we all kind of know who Baker is, and we knew what was coming. Wait, are you really not a Baker guy? No, I I, I like Baker. Baker. And I and I was accused the whole season of being a Baker hater, but we truly know who it is. Rocky, I was there with with you, Carolina, back on Carolina when he went there. <laughs> all right, I like Baker. I like Baker. Well, we uh, knew he wasn't going to clutch that drive you, up. You, on, you, you definitely put the bad juju out there and made him throw that pick. So it's definitely your fault. Well, it's definitely make you a Baker hater. So that's what happened. I didn't know I had that much power. Mia. <laughs> yeah. Get, um, I did. I did. I didn't want Gardner to pick off Baker and Sherton because they had a little fun. It was a little fun back and forth before the game, and he am going to pick on Baker in the first drive. I'm like, damn. Um, I, I love he like claps back <laughs> he's like with all the respect we love Russell Gage here but Russell Gage hasn't played one snap this season with us so obviously he's not hasn't really watched the film <laughs> but I Garner had the last laugh and had an interception and then tosses it to Baker that was dope. He tossed it to Baker. Out of that was head. awesome. Um, Bucks this offseason, they have a lot of great players that are going to be free agents. They they have $47 million cap. We'll see who they keep. I mean, they can't keep everybody. Um, I don't know. They might have to get – I don't know. I would keep Mike Evans for another year. He had an awesome year this year. That's, that's tough to get rid of him. Him and Baker definitely found a core with each other. You think they're going to stick with Baker another year? Yeah, oh, of course. They're not going anybody else. No way. They have to. You have so to. You're going to make him Baker's your franchise still young, guy? man. Huh? You're going to make him your franchise guy? Yeah. Baker hater coming out. Baker hater. That is that is a Baker hater esque uh, question. We're we're sold. He had a really, he had a really good season. You, you even talked about the Brady season comparison. They're in the playoffs because of him. Yeah, you're talking about forty three year old Brady, uh, Brady with that roster just aging. Like, who gives a shit? I don't know, that. Dude, if if you can build around Baker more these next few years, I I, I don't really see how they can get better. Keep Mike Evans, though. You have to. He's getting up to I mean, an age, so if, it's going to hard to pay him a lot of money. If, I mean, yeah, if you're sticking with Baker, you got to bring back Evans. This is his number one target. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you, you also got to resign Antoine Winfield's a free agent. You, you give, you, that's a must. You have to bring Winfield back. He's one of the best safeties in the league. You can't. Um, you got Levante Davis could be a free agent. 
even though he had an awesome year, it looks like they might just cut him. They have a lot of big decisions to make. Um, I think Devin White's a free, Devin White's a free agent too. Mm-hmm. I think he's gone for sure. Yeah. Yeah, they have some big decisions to make for sure. Anything else you guys want to add to that game? Good game, though. One thing, man, you know, Ian Hutch has got eight sacks the last four games. Dude. Yeah. That man's on the. That man's on, That man's playing possessed. All right, and we had the last game: Houston, Baltimore. Um, probably the worst game of the week this week for sure. It looked like Texas would give a run. Um, you know, it was halftime early. Baltimore didn't wasn't move the ball too much that first half. Um, they were giving different looks. Um, you saw them a lot of blitzing, try to keep Lamar in, but that second half they just the Ravens. Um, um just a game, a lot of runs, a lot of um. RPOs. Lamar looked really awesome that second half. Uh, four touchdowns the second half alone. Um, you know, 100 yards, two rushing touchdowns, two passing. And, I mean, the defense of whole Texans to three points offensively was incredible. Not that Stroud looked bad or they they looked completely shut out because Stroud did make some good throws, did move the ball at points, but at a certain point, you know, Baltimore started taking over. I think it was 17-10 and they went for a fourth and, fourth and one. Uh, Lamar did a roll out to get a first down. That's when he, the game starts kind of rolling from there. And Baltimore just took complete control of that second half. Um, Didn't Houston only have like 40 yards of offense in the second half? Yeah, they couldn't get anything going in the second half. Uh, I mean, Houston, you can't get mad at all. You got to be proud of the team. You didn't expect to go this far with the rookie head coach, rookie quarterback, young roster. And they definitely have a bright future ahead of them. Um, the Ravens, this is, like I said, this is probably the best team, NFL team I've seen in years. And I don't see them not win the Super Bowl. And you guys are giving uh, the Chiefs no shot, huh? No way. I, I'll be stunned. <laughs> did, you, did that la- you did that last week, Rocky. Like, it's still it's, – Kansas City, dude. I, I the, the Ravens is a way better team right now. There's, <laughs> yeah, but if you got the quarterback, you're, I mean, you're right. I shouldn't, I shouldn't doubt Mahomes ever. And and the team as a whole got got hot at the right time. Yeah. I'd like, still be I, if Kelsey's like, going now. Fucking first touchdown in like eight games. Dude, the, the 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 way that that Chiefs secondary is playing, like you could really just hone in, just stopping on the run because you don't because you could stack the box and you don't have to you really don't have to worry about the receivers. If the if you know McDuffie and Snead just keep playing, they they've been playing. 
Yeah, you could really make yeah, the mean, Ravens so one-dimensional real quick. Damn it. You got me. You, I, you got me. I, if you look at strategic point, I mean, like I said, we said they both have two best corners. So if they do load up in the box, you know, put seven, you know, run, you know, the cover three, I think they can they can give the Ravens really problems. Um, but this is game where Lamar, this is going to be Lamar's big game for them, for him for yeah. sure. Um, it's definitely not an easy task. Uh, I think Mick is going to find creative ways to get these guys open. You know, I think you're going to see a lot of quick, short passes in this game. Um, a lot of crossing routes. Um, I do think Lamar will get it done, though. hope so, but... Yeah, I mean, going back to the Houston game, like um, it's kind of kind of played out how kind of expected it to be. I, I thought Houston would make it kind of interesting for a bit, but uh, the way that Baltimore's defense was really balling out, and then uh, once Lamar and the offense started going, it, you could tell it wasn't it was not going to be a pretty day. But like Rocky said, man, like. Um, Houston's fans should just take it as, you know what, we just really got beat by the better team. Nothing to really uh, uh, hang your head uh, head down. Just be happy with the season that you find you found your quarterback and coach, and that's all that matters. Yeah, if I'm a Houston fan, I'm really excited right now. <laughs> Anything you guys want to add to the game? Nah. This is an ass kicking, but it's alright. Alrighty, guys, that does it for our divisional round recap. Going to the conference championship. Um, we got the morning game Ravens Chiefs. Uh, Chiefs are, you know, like you said, catch hot. I think it's a good matchup. Um, it's going to be a f- exciting game. I do think Ravens are going to win. I think it's going to be a low-scoring defensive game. But I have faith Lamar's going to pull it off. Man. Um... This is a game I wouldn't be surprised either way. I, I, I think Ravens are a better team. Um, I think they should absolutely be Kansas City, but then again, it's Kansas City. It's Patrick Mahomes. Um, wouldn't really be shocked if they pulled it off. But I think I think Lamar's due for his first ring, so I'm gonna go Ravens here. Um, I uh, I will be rooting for the Ravens, but till proven till proven otherwise, AFC runs through uh through through the Chiefs. So, but let's go Ravens. Hey, he's he's always guaranteed AFC Championship. But he's not guaranteed Super Bowl. We'll see. 
And then night, oh. and you got Niners Lions at the night game. Um, I do think Niners should win this pretty. I think it's probably pretty favorably. But I mean, I did say that against Green Bay, and it was close. But um, you really think they'll win by like double digits? I think so. Like it's the, like it's it's an ass kicking right away, or they just pull away at the end. I think it's gonna be a close first half, then pull away then. Like they're like almost like the Ravens Texans game. Okay. Yeah, I will. Say, I agree with you. I will say I I think the, the Niners team is gonna look a lot better against Detroit. Yeah, I, th- I think so too. And if they do play how they played all season, then this game really shouldn't be that close. However, I'm going with Detroit. Um, Make sure you throw some money on that, buddy. I mean, is it me or this is like the least like excitement you have for a playoffs? Like I feel like I just knew who's going to the Super Bowl. Like I knew, like there wasn't even like a too much even deep Super Bowl. Honestly, honestly, I was I was really excited for it, but then the Wild Card Weekend kind of really put a damper on it. Just the blowouts and stuff like that. Um, I I mean, as far as who you know are going to Super Bowl, I mean, I think we all kind of figured San Fran would represent the NFC East after you saw Philly really skating. Uh, I mean, if you were one of those delusionals that thought Dallas had a chance, that's on you. Yep. Uh, you picked Dallas. I just said delusionals. Uh, but I think the AFC was still open. I mean, I, I didn't. Going into, I, I thought Ravens. Today's, um. Yeah, but we we had Buffalo in the mix. You obviously got KC still being KC. Do you know what I mean? Um, but I don't know, man. the The blowouts on Wild Card Weekend kind of really like uh, damper the mood for the playoffs. Well, I, I mean, guess for me, like I thought Ravens were far better than any team in the NFL. I thought the Bills were like the only dark horse I could see, but that's over. And I guess you say cheese or dark horse, but for me, I knew like probably like a month before the season ended. I'm like, I kind of know who's going to go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> like, yeah. At least years before, like, you see, okay, like, you, you know who's like the better, best team, but like, okay, I could see this team, this team possibly winning. This year, I just didn't seem, it didn't seem like that. I mean, yeah, I I guess, but every year, I mean, the past like what three years, like you ex- from the AFC, you always expect Kansas City to be in the title game, obviously, or you you, but you also expect them to play against Cincinnati as well, too, you know. So like that kind of that kind of um, it's kind of where we're at this year too. I don't think it's like that much different. Well, I mean, last year, I thought there was three legit Super Bowl. You had Bengals, Chiefs, Bills. Those are three legit, like, 
And then NFC, it was green. It was Philly and Niners. Like it was, and I thought Cowboys were at least somewhat of a dark horse. We're definitely a dark horse going to this to it. So I'm yeah. I mean, you had six teams right there. I, for me, I feel like we only had two or three. I, I guess I, I see what you mean. Already, um, before we end the pond, um, any f- talk about any fun news going on in the NFL? Maybe a little RG three Jay Gruden beef. <laughs> um. Uh... That was, that was a wild day for, and then he had Des Bryant called Cowboys. What, what do you guys think about that? The whole Des Bryant and who, who else kind of like confirmed confirmed it to? What did Des say? To no, there was somebody else as well. Des Bryant was saying that Dallas does this thing where they don't want to pay guys, so they can they can. Uh, they construct the uh, like the play calling, so the big guy, so the big guys don't get the big contracts and shit like that. No, that's insane. Some shit that's, like that. That's ridiculous. That's a it's crazy. Well, first of all, it's a salary cap. They have to pay within the salary cap, so that doesn't really make any sense to begin with. Right. Um, yeah, I don't think that's the reason. Uh. I looked at the numbers that that year Des Bryant like was talking about, and he had like 40, 50 more targets or something like something crazy like that more than any other Cowboy player. So that's not true. They're they're trying to win the game. They're not at that moment. They're like, okay, I don't want to keep throwing a Des because we're at to pay him. Like that. That's not what goes through Jason Garrett's head. That's just idiotic. Yeah, I mean, like. I don't know. Hearing what he had to say, I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, I don't think it's that deep. Uh, I do think Jerry does really want to win a Super Bowl, so I highly doubt he's going to go behind the scenes like, hey, you know what? I know we're really trying to win, but just don't throw the ball uh, to Des today at all. Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. Like, I'm sure Jerry Jones is really pissed that CeeDee Lamb had 113 catches for 1686 this year. <laughs> Uh, but did you guys see the beef between City City Lamb's mom and and Dak? I I didn't know it was direct. They actually talked directly. Uh, I just saw like her post. Uh, I mean, yeah, it was mostly her post. Po- yeah. Post. Did Dak respond to that? Yeah, no. he's like, I, oh, did he, he said, "Listen, bitch, you don't <laughs> you don't call my kid." <laughs> oh man. You, these players need to tell their family members, like, because there's obviously if she says something, I think there's something going more internally, like, you know, going on. And you got to tell these family members, like, hey, like, don't say anything about anybody, like, because especially when you're the wide receiver team, talk about a quarterback, like the franchise quarterback of the team, like you're going to, it's going to cause the feathers and I have to deal with the bullshit, like. Well, good thing they're not seeing each other no more, so they probably won't have to deal with it until they go into OTAs. I mean, yeah, that's... I don't know. But, yeah, you are right. It's just like... Like, 
if you have something to complain about, don't do it on don't do it on social media. Did you guys see my new favorite OC, who I wish we can hire, Jay Gruden, on, tw- <laughs> on Twitter? <laughs> Dude, some of his replies were so savage. It was so funny. <laughs> oh, man. Nah. Nah. RG3's got to, like, fucking like, let it go or something, man. <laughs> Yo, it's so annoying. I get more – he just doesn't take any accountability for what happened. Like, Am I gonna put it all on him? No, but like, damn, I I feel like most of blame is on him. His whole time in Washington, like, he was a selfish player. I mean, he wanted. If you remember with the, you know, I guess Washington um, with Shanahan, he after his rookie year, I think he got paranoid because Cousins came in for one game and looked really good that one game. It was against the Browns, and he said he wanted to be a pocket passer. And Shanahan's like, hey, it takes time, but like. You, you have a rare talent. Let's do the RPO. Like, we could do some dangerous things with this. But he, he wants to be a pocket passer. And that turmoil had bad years. So they brought in Jay Gruden. And Jay Gruden tried. But I guess right away he's like, no, nah, this ain't going to work. And he liked Cousins. Cousins was a better player and improved. Cousins was a better player. Um, and then, you know, Gruden tweeted out, you know, about Jalen Hurts catching a blitz. And then RG3 started this. He started this. And then he commented on it. And then. Jay Gruden the Savage, he's like, he's like, yeah, we build a bad coach staff around you. Sure, Robert. <laughs> like, something around those lines. And then he's like, what, we, Washington didn't want you. Cleveland didn't want you. <laughs> <laughs> that was crazy, man. And it, they showed, like, a picture of his coach staff, like McVay, uh, Mike Matinho. <laughs> Yeah, I wish for me for RJ three. I just want RJ three to own up a little bit. Like, damn, like I mean, too. Like, it seems like it's everybody's fault but him. Like, anybody, that, any journalist that in that Washington organization, anyone in the Washington organization would put the blame on him. You know, like he he's so he drives me nuts sometimes. It really is. Like, you remember, like a couple years ago, he's supposed to do like a a book. About Survive Washington, it was supposed to go against Daniel Snyder, but yeah. the book never came out. I'm assuming someone says something to him like, "Hey, that's a bad idea." Like he, he plays way too much victim, and which I don't think he's a victim in this. I'm sorry. Isn't it? I mean, it, it doesn't help that now he's got somewhat like a following. I know a lot of people don't like him either, but he does have a following just being on ESPN, calling games, and. Obviously, he's active on social media. So it doesn't help that that one percentage of people that hype him up about it, it just it just keeps him going, too, you know? His downfall was crazy to me. I, I never saw that coming. Like, I mean, that was more injuries, too, as well. No, that's, a lot, that's a lot of him. That's a lot of him. Yeah, I know. I'm not saying you're wrong, but like, I, that that knee injury did really fucking did really fucking, I think did uh, really bother him. Even even after he was cleared and all that, it just didn't look the same. Um, 
Titans are coming with. Uh, I don't know if you guys seen the Titans out, um, stadium, their outlook of the stadium. Looks like a shopping mall, doesn't it? Yeah, they they have like a whole like dive bar in there, you know, like yeah. <laughs> but the stadium, I mean, you look at it, it looks nice, but I mean, they're the seats are low. It's only sixty thousand seats. Um, this is why fans are complete. Which I'm 100 on their side. Like now we're going, teams are building going to be build less seats just to build more money. Now it's going to be the tickets are going to be more now. You know, yeah, way more. And too many, I, I guess yeah, too many stadiums are now building like are getting like too fancy with it. Our tickets are getting more expensive, and it's a little taken away from the NFL experience a little a little bit. And I, I get that. Um, they're not. They're, they're not taking away that. They're taking away fan experience mostly. Honestly, that's, yeah, that's just yeah. going out the window. Like it's not just like oh, you're going to a football game. You're. Yeah. Uh, like no goes to like... Bears Stadium for anything else but Bears. Yeah. Like... <laughs> oh, the skyline. The skyline's pretty right. nice. If, we, if you're right, in the you, you, you go for the tailgate. <laughs> Extremely drunk. <laughs> the tailgate and that long walk. That long mile and a half walk we have to do. Long walk and shitty parking. The worst parking. The worst parking. And uh, anything you guys want to add? May miss. Um, I really don't have anything. Who uh, after RG three? Who's another analysis that just you guys can't stand? Um, analysis that you can't stand. Um, oh, Bart Scott. I can't, st- I can't stand Bart Scott. <laughs> he pisses me off. <laughs> I, dude, me, for me, it's, uh, Emmanuel Acho, man. I can't stand him. Oh, he's just, bad too. Just, he's so bad. Just, just seeing his face, Loki pisses me off. <laughs> like, well, he, he tries to do like, um, like he always tries to, he, he's a stats guy. He's not a – he definitely has the stats. And then he likes to try to, like, point out something that we're going to miss. Like, he presents it like that. And I'm yeah. like, dude – and he – without providing real context. Like, and it's – it's he's awful. Um, LaShawn McCoy's bad, too. <laughs> I think LaShawn – I think McCoy is mostly of, like – I think he does – will try to watch, like, one game. But like he he's not really watching it to like break it down. He's just he's he just watching it. He he's he's a just like fan. yeah, which I think is fine. I think that doesn't bother me as much as like Acho just like who doesn't watch the games. He just pulls out the box score and just like ah, he just did this. You, you know what I mean? And I, <laughs> it was funny because some somebody called him out too, like. You're not even watching the fucking games. Like, why? Why are you even talking about it? I I think that it felt. I I think a lot of these 
TV shows, like these networks, they're going to start changing to like um, actual analysis because I think fans now want that. They don't want to hear like they're not tuning in to listen to those guys talk. Only when someone posts a clip of them saying stupid, something stupid. Right. If you start bringing like real analysis, like a break down the game, more people are going to watch. Like it are going to start watching it. I a lot of these are losing rating. Like I'm certain. If you're a general fan, I guess you watch first take, but I'm not watching them for the expertise. Like, right. Uh, I think a lot of, for me, I, I don't like. I don't want to hear people that don't really watch or not to inform the game talk about the game. Like it just. Yeah, I mean, they. I do think they gotta find like former players that still want to watch and talk about the games, like like Dan Orlowski. Like I, I really do enjoy. Like I will listen to his analysis. Um, just start finding guys like that. Just stop finding Chris Sims. I'm stuff. sorry, I know you're not a huge fan, Chris Sims. He breaks the game all, down. Game's awesome, like better than anybody. It's I, I, I like Sims. I really do. Um. It's just this year, just like he really fucking annoyed me. With I, I do think he's starting to get, starting to become a little too personal. Uh, not personal, like uh, he's starting to put his feelings a little way too much more with some of these like coaches that he knows and stuff like that. I agree. And it's like, and it's like, I, it's I usually get that. The Patriots coaching staff. That's what. Yeah, which is which is really weird, and that's why a lot of people are getting annoyed, like the, the whole Patriots stuff. But at the same time, it's like I, I I do understand you're friends with these guys. You just don't really want to bottom mouth them too. But if if shit ain't working, you still got to call it out too. Like don't don't try to convince a fan that they don't know shit just because you know the guy. Okay, I, I I I see that point. Yeah. Um, other than that, I do like him. Uh, I, you are right. He does break down the game as much as as much as well as anybody. But uh, he, it, it was just that. Because he he watched like he does a podcast of all the games Sundays on that day. Yeah. And you know when we watch the games, I mean we we first that whole Sunday we watch for enjoyment, and he, what's well, actually him like. You catch stuff like, dude, how, how do you catch that? Like, from all the games, like, so it, and that's always what means me about him. Right. Um, I think he's the first person that ever humbled me about football knowledge. That's why I think I'm such a big fan of him. So, <laughs> but yeah, th- those people are too. That, yeah, those couple that annoy me for sure. I I, I do want to see ESPN start switching. Gears a little bit. You hope they do, but well, you just never know, man. The sport sports talks isn't really as good as it used to be, man. Well, to be fair, they came in an era where it came in a good. Their breakthrough was it came in a good era where we weren't like, um, like when we like it's like friends argue with sports like that's how they brought in they brought something new and attract people that's when we started liking it but right. i think we're starting to get more evolved we start evolving ourselves more as fans like hey we want 
We want knowledge. We want feedback. We want context. Like, we don't want just a layout and then you build a whole narrative just off that layout without any layers in between it. So, yeah. I'm, yeah. You got anything, Los? Uh, to be honest, I don't, I, I don't really feel too strongly about a, any analyst. Uh, RD3 definitely annoys me, and if, if I had to say another one, it would be Kendrick Perkins. <laughs> but, like, it's not unbearable. I do want to see JJ back on first take, though. I don't think he will, man. <laughs> They said he, he they, I guess I looked at it, because I, I tried to look it up, but they said they, they haven't let him, like, go from ESPN. I think it's more because football season or whatever. Right. But he's so good, like, but I, I think there, I think there is a little bit of Stephen A scared, like, guys like this could run me, me and other people like me out of sports. <clears throat> well, honestly, all Stephen A has to do is just go back to what he was like when he first started first take is like, and then the people will start enjoying him again. You know what I mean? I, I disagree. Cause he is that guy, but I think we're just tired of it. But um, when it comes to the NFL and shit like that, I think he's got to start veering off from that. Like the whole, uh, cause he obviously doesn't watch the games. I think he's just there. He's just there for it. Um, but when it comes to NBA, like I will watch him for the NBA. Cause there's times where he does drop really like, you know, good news worthy stuff or, you know, does drop good knowledge from what he learned from a coach or something like that. Not when he's just scre- screaming about how, you know, how the Cowboys just fucking blow it again. You, you know what I mean? Like that, that gets tiresome, but I don't, when it comes to NBA, I, I, I really do. I will listen to Stephen A when he's actually like really wants to talk about it. Um, oh, I have one, but I don't know if that she counts anymore. Uh, Jamil Hill. Uh, she's just annoying on Twitter now. Oh, she. She became like such a, like she went deep into race baiting to like a different level. <laughs> she has to embrace a villain. She's definitely a villain. She has to embrace at this point. Yeah, I mean, once you get to that a certain point like that, I think a lot of them do. Um, yeah, that's all I could think of. I, I really hate. One, one person I do, I like Mina Kimes a lot. I think she's good. Yeah. Yeah, I like her too. Talented. Doesn't say anything, like, controversial at all, like. Yeah, just like talk about the game how you see it and just leave it as that. <laughs> like th- these guys like really like make it like they really try too hard. It's like, no, like if you really watch the game, like just watch it and then just tell us what you think. Ain't like much deeper than that. Well, I think it's also in these sports talk shows, like, these cert- these podcasts are starting to come up too. And yeah. there's a lot of break you know, JT O'Sullivan, you remember him? Yeah, uh, he has podcasts. Um, you know, 
you're starting to see a lot more informative po- podcasts is like really hurting television in a sense because like even like you know famous celebrity interviews like the Jimmy Kimmel's the Jim Jimmy Fallon shows their ratings are dropping not because it's not funny or anything it's more like I why would I want to see an interview about a person for 10 minutes they tell like a, a three-minute story that never really happened they just make up a story right. they have a whole monologue where I'd rather watch a, a deep in di- deep interview on a person 15 minutes to an hour hour 10 you know where they yeah. get really deep inside of it you know they have a just normal conversation and that's what you start to see the change in it yeah I'm with, I'm with you on that but I I freaking watched the the Packers Forty uh, ers game in the Spanish channel because uh, I was watching it with my father in law. Mm-hmm. That shit is actually pretty entertaining. Uh, anytime they uh, refer the linemen, they just call them Los big guys. <laughs> <laughs> that shit just had me dying just the whole time. But, but that, that was. Anything else, guys? No. No. Alrighty, that does it for our divisional round. Probably the shortest podcast we had in a long time. Yeah. Um, possibly shorter next week. We got the conference championships. Assuming more coaches get hired, more coaching talk from there. And then we got Super Bowl in three weeks. And then we'll get into, you know, free agency. And then we got the draft afterwards. It'll be a fun, fun next couple months. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited for the Bears. All right, guys. Much love. Tune us into next week. All right. All right, guys. See you. Thank you.